You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. John time. Here we go, buddy. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. So it's going to be tough to celebrate um, all our Celtics winning bets because the team sucked in the fourth quarter and lost. So what do we do? Brutal. I mean, oh. here's what here's what we do. We take a victory lap and lament how the Celtics let it slip out at their fingers in the fourth quarter and hope to make money again in game five. All right, victory lap first. Uh, well under team total of 108 and a half. Uh, well over uh, the rebounds number for Robert Williams, I think in the first half, which it was uh, great. 100%. Um, what else? Uh, uh Jason Jaylen Tatum Brown over under 20. Jace, uh, J- uh, you had Jalen Brown under what? 24 and a half. Ooh, I like that. We had under Clay Thompson, which still came home somehow, some way, even though we shot the ball much, much better. Uh, Jason Tatum assist number did come in at an inflated price. Like I think across the board, we Celtics absolutely smashed minus- our card. Yeah, Celtics minus one and a half in the first half, cashed it. Wiggins over 22 and a half points and rebounds, easy cash. Like, we we smashed it. The only prop that didn't come through was Smart over two and a half turnovers. He had two <laughs> in the first half and didn't have one in the second half. I, and we had talked about the Jalen and Jason props. Both of those hit. I think, I think the Jalen one hit at least. I know for a fact the Jason Tatum one hit, so I regret not betting that at, like, plus money over three and a half, so. I can't believe we didn't get a Marcus Smart turnover prop. (laughs) In the second half, you only needed one more. Oh, that's unbelievable. Uh, Boy, again, I I feel a little guilty having all this money in my DraftKings account this morning, but admittedly my best night of NBA betting of the year. Best bet of the year for you. Yeah. It, we we got we didn't get the Celtics win we wanted, but we hit on every bet. You hit. Uh, did you end up hitting on that same game parlay you sent me as well? I sure did. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's real nice. With with the bonus that DraftKings offered, it was over eleven to one. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean that, that was Proud of you. that's that's what pushed it. And then obviously, I, I said yesterday the big bet was going to be under one hundred and eight and a half points. Uh, I I got so my son can't watch the second half. So we got to walk, get up this morning, 6.15, ready to go watch. And I said, I'm not going to watch it with you, but I want you to watch it and come up and give me your main takeaway. And he comes outside and he's got the sourpuss on his face. And he's like, Jason Tatum's got to shoot more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would agree. I think Jason Tatum does need to shoot more. But at the same time, I think there's a chance that he's actually more hurt than we are letting on as well. Um, but it doesn't, prov- it doesn't mean he shouldn't be shooting more. He was, was great. He started the game four of six, three of three from three point land. And yet then went to be four of 17 and one of five, the rest of the way from three. So like, I, I don't know what happened. He just fell apart. And Steph Curry is awesome. But let me ask you. So I've written, so I've run good. this by a couple of people this morning. I've been texting like crazy this morning. If the audio's a little sucky today, folks, it's a one-time thing. I'm here. And it's not their fault, but at Mohegan Sun, I brought the the long the wrong setup to do it the way I normally do it when we're at home on the weekend. So I'm on my phone right now. So if it sucks, blame me. We're not going to go that long anyway. But I was texting all morning with people about Belmont and Celtic stuff. And I kept you know, ripping Marcus Smart saying, well, if he's the best defensive player in the world, why is Steph Curry literally doing whatever he wants to? And nobody's buying in. They're all saying it's a screen game, Mike. You're wrong. It's They're doing a good job getting him open. So am I wrong to be like, 
they had the defensive player of the year. Why can't he do anything to stop Steph Curry? No, do you want to know the right answer? Is it doesn't matter if he's the defensive player of the year. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter to have ever lived. Yeah. Like I think I, I I don't think you could find the best defensive. You it could have been uh, Gary the Glove Payton on Steph Curry last night, and it's he's still dropping forty plus in your face. It doesn't matter. Like he is just some of those shots were unconscious. Like. Because of the screen game, he takes a step and a half back. So now yeah. he's five or six feet beyond the three-point arc, and he still absolutely nails it. Like, the yeah. guy is just stupid good. There is there is nothing Marcus Smart or Derek White or anybody was going to do about that. Like, there's at, at that point, your best option was to continue to keep pace scoring-wise. And instead of doing that, you decided to yuck up five, six straight three-point shots that bricked every single one instead of just taking it to the hoop, drawing some fouls, slowing things down. And so that's where the Celtics made their biggest mistake. My friend made a good point today. He said the team strategy against the Celtics literally now should be let Marcus Smart be wide open in the fourth. He will not turn down a three. And nope. again, people out there love him, Shine. I like him, but his he's got to have a conscience when he shoots. He should not be the one hoisting up three after three in the fourth. No, I completely agree. And it's and it's because then he'll if you ever said that to him he'd point to that shot that you know he makes at the end of the shot clock that ridiculous three that's a great shot and Marcus hits some clutch big shots but it takes him six or seven misses to get there and so instead I would rather him just be aggressive to the basket when he I counted four times he drove into the key he was he was Face, he came face to face with a defender spin step back fall away jumper he hit it three out of four times. Like, I would rather you do that or or draw a foul or then kick it out to one of your actual shooters who are wide open for a three. Like, that's that's what bugs the crap out of me. So, uh, really frustrating, but again, not surprising. I, I tried to say this yesterday. I said it on Mud at Night, the last couple nights. People that thought the series was over had not watched the Celtics this year. They don't yep. like things easy, Shime. Um, I don't want to say a schedule loss, but you played this really smart. You took the second half out of it. You cashed. You you hit a winning bet on the Celtics, even though they lost. Because you said, yeah. I want the first half. And that was a really smart play. I give you credit. Yeah, they were up five at halftime. And they looked like the better team in the first half. And then again, what happens? The Warriors dominate the third quarter. It's a six-point differential. So now the Warriors are up one heading into the fourth. And in the fourth, the Celtics just fell apart. So, I mean, I have I, – by the way, I found a bet that needs to be made for game five that we haven't okay. made once yet. That okay. that I cannot believe we have missed. Go ahead. Uh the Warriors minus one and a half in the third quarter. How have we not bet on the Warriors in the I third thought, quarter yet? Oh, we must have talked about this on uh BetQL weekend because uh 99% of the money in game three. I didn't look last night, but people are so sharp now, Shime. Game three, 99% of the money before the game was bet was on the Celtic, was on the Warriors plus one and a half third quarter. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, of course. How is That's that? That's wild. I, I looked at that this I, after this morning, and I was thinking to myself, I go, "How have we not made that bet yet?" It is the the Warriors minus one and a half in the third quarter is basically even money. That's the <laughs> easiest bet on the board. They're plus forty nine in the third quarter. I don't know. I don't know where I've been or where we've been or what, but like, I am going to bet that if there's any NBA Finals games left, I'm going to bet it every single game. Well, there are finals games left. Game five is on uh, not till Monday. So we have a couple yes. days. So I have, I'm going to have no bets for you here. Maybe you have some early leans on some prop bets. But they open at three and a half Warriors. 87% uh, of the money is on the minus three and a half. 
Uh, 97% of the money is on Celtics money line at plus 140. Again, these are only a handful of bets in and a lot of bets on the under uh, 212 and a half right now. Uh, my early lean is I don't have any idea. I am focused right now on the Belmont Stakes. I got knocked out of the pick five here this morning uh, by a one for 22 horse and I wanted to throw my laptop through a window. Uh, so I'm, a, I'm annoyed right now. Uh, I do have some Belmont news in a second. Uh, early leans for you, Shine, given the Jekyll and Hyde nature of these Celtics. Yep, uh, my first bet right away. Uh, actually, I'm going up to New Hampshire a little later today, so I will be betting on DraftKings. Uh, the Celtics to win by 11 to 15 points is plus 1,100. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I love that 11 to 1. That is chef's kiss. Uh, yep. I also uh, – on and you're in um, in Connecticut, so you can bet I am. on FanDuel. I, 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 the I better bet some golf on the way down here, yeah. The better bet for the Celtics right now is on FanDuel, you can bet the margin. Celtics to win by 11 plus is 6 to 1. Celtics to win between 11 and 20 is 7.5 to 1. Those are the bets I'm going to be sprinkling on today. Um, wherever I can, I'm going to be looking for those similar bets on that, that I just gave you on FanDuel on DraftKings as well. Um, and, uh, so I will be doing that because like, like I've been saying the Celtics in the playoffs, seven and O, uh, coming off a loss, averaging 15.6 points per game, margin of victory. And since they traded Dennis Schroeder, I did this math because I did a, a hit with Andrew Filipponi on uh, a FanDuel Odyssey betting show. Big time. Yeah, big you time. know, Shime's the big time guy. I yep. did the math. Since they traded Dennis Schroeder, they are 12-1 and one off a loss with an average margin of victory of over 17.5 points. Wow. So I am, I am all in on the Celtics to come in off a loss. I, I just, they've been so good on the road on top of being so good off a loss. I just don't think there's any way they lose this game. Uh, so I am going to heavily or not heavily invest, but I am going to look at those six to one, seven and a half to one, 11 to one bets on the Celtics to win by 10 plus. So basically it's going back to the Chris Scheim quote of the playoffs. The Celtics don't lose two in a row. Yep. Print the t-shirts, baby. All right. I don't have the same early lean you do. Um, I want to soak this in. I don't want to give anything out. I will say again, uh, and I'm glad I said this on BetQL weekend yesterday, Robert Williams looks bouncy. And if you want to bet, his, his rebound prop will not be six and a half. For so number four. <laughs> here's here's a thought that I had this morning, actually. Go ahead. I think I might um, now wait and see what that rebounds prop is. If that's nine and a half again, 10, I might actually bet the under. That second half, Robert looked uh hobbled i would say he oh, okay okay he looked he looked tired because he just hasn't played enough minutes um so he didn't look as well conditioned as he should be and he looked hobbled in that second half so my assumption is is if he he may actually be limited minutes in game five so i might actually lean under on the williams rebounds prop just a thought ahead of time we can kind of see what Eme says about his injury over the next day or so but that is my initial lean all right, that makes some sense. I'll be curious. I, I didn't notice it as much. Um, what I noticed was that he's a great passer, and they put this awesome. assist. They put his assist prop up at a half every game, and I'll be betting his assist prop. That's Love the one. That. I'll be betting his assist prop if it's a half again. And I felt yep. ignorant for not doing it yesterday. Uh, anything else on last night's game? But I mean, again, it's it's. I feel a little guilty. I have a lot of money in my account today that wasn't there yesterday, but the Celtics played a shitty fourth quarter. So they played. Awful fourth quarter, and but it is what it is. I mean, they, they just played a terrible fourth quarter. They've been so good in the fourth quarter all series until last night. I don't think that'll continue. I think they'll be better in game five. But uh, for now, that's all I got.
Real quick, let's. What is the current MVP situation, Shantan? Now that I'm thinking, uh, Jalen Brown six and a half to one. Jason Tatum two to one. Ah, uh, boy. I mean, I, I would still be betting Jalen Brown. I think at that, and I and I thought Jason Tatum was going to win it, but I mean, is it Jason? I, I, it's what is Steph Curry down to? Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Hold, please. Oh uh, my! Oh, he's. I'm sorry. Minus one fifty. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, I see minus 135. Uh, on who? Better value at DraftKings. Better value at DraftKings, minus 135. Oh, man. I just, uh, it's so funny. They just wanted to log me in at Mohegan Sun from FanDuel. They want to offer me a sign up bonus. Okay. That's smart. Let's go FanDuel. Love that. Love that, baby. Let's go FanDuel. All right. So uh, that's enough on the Celtics. Who knows how this audio is going to sound? So we better speed it up. Uh, NHL tonight is key. Rangers and Lightning. We are all in on Lightning. We're a, a Bolts podcast. Go Bolts, go! I wore. Go I got go. my UConn shirt on now. You can't see it because UConn baseball is playing Stanford tonight uh, in the Ooh. Super Regional. But I'm also doing it for the Bolts, so I can wear this later to dinner uh, after Belmont Day here at Mohegan Sun. Uh, I'm not betting anything. I'm just going to sit and cheer for the Bolts because I got my two to one two, plus two ten to win the series. What are you playing tonight for prop shine? Ooh, I can bet props down here. What do you got? Give me some props. Uh, so I really like the idea of Corey Perry uh, to have over a point. It's over a half a point at plus 130. I think he's going to be a factor in this game. Uh, and then Nikita Kucherov over one and a half points at plus 150. Seems like a lot of fun as well. So I lean, I lean in that direction. I am with you. I am. This is an all both podcast at this point. And yep. if there's been anything that I've done successfully or relatively uh yeah 50 50 is doubling down and so <laughs> i will i will be doubling down tonight uh i am gonna go tampa bay in 60 i don't think this goes overtime i think this is pretty pretty well determined um heading into the third period one way or the other and i i believe it's going to be tampa especially at home there's such a heavy favorite on the money line at minus 210 i don't want to do that it's too juiced i don't love the puck line just because i i guess it could be close but it makes it makes me nervous in that in that way because the Rangers are playing for their lives. But I do like Tampa in sixty, so I'm going to go Tampa in sixty minus one twenty. All right. So what's my Corey Perry bet? I just want to write this down for my watch. Uh, over a Perry. half a point at plus one thirty. Okay, I, I will be playing that. That's put it on my card. Uh, speaking of my card, I I, I want to add uh, three golf bets to my card. I made Ooh, three golf bets uh, down here because uh, you get what the minute I got to Connecticut, logged in, and here we go. Uh, Scotty Scheffler seven and a half one seven and a half to one to win. Yep. Uh, so that's my and I, I sprinkled uh, two smaller uh, Patrick Rogers and Alex Smalley, both uh, very small wagers. But one of I mean Patrick Rogers is a huge price. Uh, Smalley's not a great price, but he's. I look back at some of the data from uh, you can you can do shots gained and who's putting well and who's not putting well. Uh, Scheffler's just hitting the ball unbelievably, and he's gonna. I think he's have a really low scoring day today. He's only four shots off the lead, and Smalley and Rogers are both uh, you know both not putting well, but are hitting the ball well. And what I like to do, Shab, is after a couple rounds, guys who aren't putting well that can kind of go their way but are also doing everything else good, I like to bet those guys. So I got Scheffler. Yeah. Smalley, Smalley right now 16 to 1 and yep. Rogers 41 to 1. So Yeah, I got him at 45 and 16 respectively. Um, and I got Scheffler at 7. What, what do they have Scheffler at where you're looking? 7 to 1. Yeah, I got so 7 and a half. So I want to officially add those to the golf cart. I wasn't sure I was going to do it, but I had plenty of time this morning. Uh, you know, didn't, didn't never, never made it to navigation. So I got to bed nice and early after the Celtics game, right to bed and, uh, up early, not sleeping. Cause God, who needs sleep on Belmont stakes day? No uh, speaking of the Belmont stakes, we talked about this extensively with Dick Girardi. 
uh, on an earlier podcast. You can go back and find it in the archives. We broke the thing down, but I am more convinced than ever, Sean, I'm going to be betting the number one horse, we the people, in the Belmont Stakes today. Specifically, and again, this can change, but we're talking about noontime on Saturday. The track at Belmont right now is playing wicked to inside speed. The first two races went to horses that were on the rail the entire, uh, uh, the basically the entire race. And the first race was won by a horse that, again, was one for 22 lifetime and somehow re-rallied on the rail. This happens on big days sometimes. And again, if you're listening to this later on the card, go back, check the results, see if the rail is still playing well. But as of right now, the rail is gold. We the People is the one horse. He has speed. He's going to be three to one. I'll be betting We the People in the Belmont Stakes today uh, over Ness, the number three horse, and the number five horse creative minister. It'll be one, three, five for me uh, in the Belmont Stakes. Two other races I want to point out. In the eighth race, I'm going to be betting the 12 gear jockey, six to one morning line. Had an awful trip last time. He's going to get a better trip this time with Jose Lascano, more forwardly placed. Uh, if we get six to one, I'll be betting to win uh, for sure. Uh, win place bets and using him uh, as an A in all my multi-race bets late. And then in the Manhattan, maybe the best betting race of the day, there are two horses I'm going to focus in on, the four Adamo and the six Rock Emperor, both trained by Chad Brown. Rock Emperor, his workout report is through the roof. Uh, and I was lucky to talk to the guy uh, who actually uh, does the workout reports, uh, Mike Vesey from the Daily Racing Forum. Uh, and he confirmed to me the workouts are as good as advertised. He's 10 to 1 morning line. So, Looking for a price in the 10th race today at Belmont Park. The number six horse, Rock Emperor's morning line, 10 to 1. I'm going to use them with the Damo, the four, and the two Gufo and try to get through in those legs. Uh, and I may end up tweeting out some picks here during the day here, Shime, to give people an idea of what's going on at Belmont. Because it's a nice day there at New York. There's very good races, but they're not deep races. And so there's not, not I don't know, value is the wrong word. There's not a lot of betting options. You know, there's a lot of four and five horse fields. They're talented horses, and you want to see the matchups. But that yep. lends to, you know, smaller prices. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did not look at the Red Sox today. Some not on Red Sox. You want to give me a Red Sox bet? Uh, sure. Oh, uh, do I do you want to give, give me a Red no, Sox? No, I thought, I don't I have thought a Red you Sox said bet. no. I because... do not have a Red Sox bet either. Last night's game did not get over until two o'clock in the morning. Sure. I oh no, no, no. Oh, oh, it did not get over in general because the Red Sox team total was four and a half. How many did they score? No, 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 no. I said the game finished at two o'clock in the morning. I did not say they went over. They did not go over. They hit four and they got four runs in the game and the over under was four and a half for their team. Yep. So sure was. Uh, sure so that's was. brutal. I, I cannot stay up uh, to watch these games. So I have, I have no opinion going into it. Uh, I'm sorry to make the navigation last night. It's a okay. family meltdown. And when you have, when you have kids, God willing, you will know all about that. It's okay. Uh, Me, the girlfriend and the pup went, had a few drinks, had some pizza, had a cupcake. It was wonderful. Well, you got a seltzer too. Oh a yeah. Seltzer there? Absolutely. Yeah. When I told my son, like, cause we thought we we're going to go. And, uh, when we, when you were texting me and I said, you get to meet, we get to meet Shime's dog. The, the boys love dogs. And then okay. the youngest decided he wanted to go to baseball. And that was that. It's all right. Maybe um, next time. Yeah, maybe next time. So uh, here's the deal, folks. No podcast tomorrow. On the Sabbath, we rest. Yes. And this audio, again, this audio sucks. Blame me. If the audio stinks or it's great, subscribe to the podcast at iTunes, Spotify, on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can leave us a, uh, a nice review as well because the Prince of Pucks, you get the lightning home here, buddy. There's a lot of hockey fans that have to thank you in those comments. Yeah, I mean, if the lightning come through tonight, baby, we are we are raking in the dough. Especially you, you you jumped on a little late, right oh. at the right time. You were you you stayed the course, and I respect the hell out of that, and I appreciate that. And so, <laughs> if if 
if the lightning went tonight, we feast. I'm going to need uh, the lightning to win after the first race at Belmont today. It's, <laughs> it's you know, I, I try to preach this thing, Sean, where it's like, don't, you save some of your bankroll. You know, let's not let's not go crazy early in the day. You're excited. It's a big day. It's Belmont Stakes. You're at Mohegan Sun, FanDuel Sportsbook. It'll be awesome. Great day. Let, why don't you why don't you wade in? And I, it's, instead of putting the tippy toe in the shallow end, your boy Mutt just goes cannonball into the deep end and <laughs> loses to a freaking one to twenty twenty. Uh, I'm over it. We're turning the page. We're moving. We on. move on. Hopefully the audio doesn't suck. I will text you later, Shime. Corey Perry over half a point. I'll place that this afternoon. If anyone happens to be listening to this and wants to come hang out today uh, at Mohegan Sun, I'll be in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Come say hello. Uh, and I may have a, I, I may have a little, uh, maybe, maybe if there's a BetQL Boston listener that comes and says hello today at Mohegan Sun, they may get a $20 free bet from me. Ooh, they may. They may. They may. Can't be you. You're, you're not eligible, Sean. That's fine. I'll be up in New Hampshire instead. <laughs> All right. We'll talk later, buddy. Thank you. See you, Matt. Thanks.